right, folks, welcome aboard to this Tuesday night edition of the Philip Ward Show. Now, we have entered today the 708th day of slowing the spread, the Joe, Unity, Biden, administration now has 1062 days left for all of us to endure there's a piece that is just coming out in cbs news tonight listen to this headline look at our mainstream media trying to cover for joe unity biden and give him a way out of gas prices that are already ridiculous by the way here in New York State, some some gas pumps having gas at th- over three dollars and sixty cents. And if, by the way, if the bear, if the price of oil goes up over a hundred dollars, we have a, a an expert saying as well. I'll get to him in a second. And saying, listen, when it comes to the summertime, gas could be over four dollars a gallon. And it's all. And again, this is all self-inflicted, though. You can, they can try and write headlines like this. The U.S. economy has been hit with increased gas prices, inflation, and supply chain issues. And listen, due to the Ukraine crisis, oh, no, 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 no. No, it's got nothing to do with the Ukraine crisis. No, increased gas prices all came because of Joe Unity Biden wanting to import oil wanting and relying on OPEC and OPEC plus for oil and Saudi Arabia when we don't need them. And 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 by the way, Vladimir Putin and Russia relying on them for oil. We don't need their oil. We were energy independent under Donald Trump. That's why under Donald Trump, gas was in the $2 range. Now, after one year, one year, of one-party rule with Joe Unity Biden commanding the White House or whoever's running the White House. We, you know, I got some quotes here from Joe today just showing you how mentally gone. It's, again, it's not even funny anymore. And given, who knows what's going to happen with, with Russia and Ukraine. You know, anything at this point I think can happen. We're, we're still getting Joe Unity who comes out today and he says, oh, well, I'm announcing more sanctions. Yeah, I've already told you, folks, what the, the Russian ambassador thinks and literally said what Vladimir Putin thinks about sanctions. Um, so we'll get to that uh, in a second. Anyway, though, so as of right now, though, WTI crude, which, oh, and by the way, quick lesson here on, on, on oil. There's two... Uh, prevalent grades of crude oil. When it comes to physical oil, there are two different grades. The most heavily traded grades are Brent North Sea crude. Now that's known as uh, Brent crude, North Sea, obviously uh, North Sea in Europe. And then there's West Texas Intermediate. That is WTI. That obviously comes from the United States. So the price WTI crude, $92.35. Brent crude, $97.07. By the way, the one that we focus primarily on, WTI West Texas Intermediate, $92.35. Now, let me read this for you. Changes in gasoline and diesel prices 
mirror those of crude oil prices, which are determined in the global crude oil market by the worldwide demand for and supply of crude oil. Per barrel cost for crude oil, the number one factor in the cost of producing gasoline and diesel, reflecting the global oil, oil supply, demand balance, and inventories, among other factors. That, again, gas, gas prices directly come from the price of oil. And remember this, folks. Remember Jennifer Granholm, who, who Joe Unity Biden called her Governor Granholm today and then tried to backtrack on it. So the energy secretary, though, and again, Joe Unity Biden is the guy that picked her to be the energy secretary. So remember, she was saying, though, back in October of last year, well, what's the grant? She was asked, what's the grand home plan for fixing gas prices being so high? Well, oh, 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 that's so funny. Well, as you know, there's a cartel on oil and that cartel is OPEC and OPEC plus. No, again, it's not. That's the point, though. This is so self-inflicted, it's ridiculous. Take a look at the position we're in with Russia and Ukraine right now. Self-inflicted. Vladimir Putin sees a weak, incompetent, mentally losing his mind leader in Joe Unity Biden and says, yep, I can do whatever it is that I want to do. And by the way, I keep asking the question, wonder if uh, what we see going on with Russia and Ukraine, wonder if this is part of March 26, 2012, Barack Hussein Obama. Well, this is this is my last election. Tell tell Vladimir I'll have I'll have more flexibility after this election. I wonder if this has anything to do with Barack Hussein Obama's flexibility to Vladimir Putin and Russia. So, in the hill last week, headline here, Russia crisis threatens to worsen Biden's gas price problem. They write, the crisis between Russia and Ukraine is expected to exacerbate what has already been a political headache for the Biden administration. Yep, high gasoline prices. While Americans, or with Americans, excuse me, focused on their pocketbooks and inflation soaring at a historic rate, yet another record broken by good old Joe Unity, you know, two, another record Joe's broken, two million illegal aliens flooded into our country last year. And here's Joe still more concerned about the Ukrainian border than he is our own southern border. And why? Well, I mean, Hunter Biden wasn't doing much business, you know, here in the United States. So with Americans focused on their pocketbooks and inflation soaring at a historic rate, further gas price increases could have political costs for Democrats fighting to retain the majorities in the fall midterm elections. Now, uncertainty surrounding oil markets in Russia, the world's third largest oil producer, has already driven up prices again, around $92 per barrel. Experts say those prices could go higher and impact gas prices at the pump. Claudio Gallimberti who is a senior vice president of analysis, listen, I mean, listen to all this, analysis at energy research firm, Rystead Energies, people with their long titles. I would not be surprised, he says, at all, if we reach $100 per barrel in the next few days. The geopolitical risk premium will be even higher than it is right now. 
also predicted that this would eventually reach consumers at the pump, saying it's possible this summer that prices will be not only just above $4, but well above $4 per gallon. Now, folks, again, the solution to this is so easy and simple. Just follow the Donald Trump method. Make us an energy independent net exporter of oil. Again, states like Texas, North Dakota, New Mexico, Colorado, Alaska, California, for goodness sakes, Kansas, Utah, Oklahoma, Louisiana. Folks, all of these states have oil. We don't have to import oil from Russia and Saudi Arabia and OPEC and OPEC plus countries. We don't have to do it. And by the way, none of those states are in OPEC or in OPEC plus. Why? Because they're our states. We have oil here in our country. Why would we import something that we already have? And again, you know, people are getting real sick and tired of paying more money. And I, I'd say that though, I don't think liberals are. Like I think liberals actually enjoy paying more for gas. I think it's their way of getting back at the, the nasty, systemically racist America. Well, this is what has to be done, right? You know, as if they can get back at the man. So anyway, again, remember, I, I go back to the Wall Street Journal article and the analysis that they did the average u.s household is spending an additional 276 dollars a month why you guessed it because of biden inflation that is rising at its fastest rate in 40 years now we had a poll come out on uh sunday again same uh, publication, you know, that's writing tonight. By the way, we're going to get to that piece in a second. Don't worry about that. Writing, the U.S. economy has been hit with increased gas prices, Biden inflation, and supply chain issues due to the Ukraine crisis. I mean, it's laughable, folks. Anyway, so CBS News poll, and again, this was on Sunday. Black Americans approve of Biden, but not on inflation. And by the way, wh why would black Americans ever approve about on anything that Joe Unity Biden has to say. This is the same guy who, remember, eulogized the exalted Cyclops in the KKK, Robert Byrd. This is the same guy who was saying about the former Democratic governor of Alabama, George Wallace, George Wallace, who said, quote, segregation now, segregation tomorrow, segregation forever. Same George Wallace that literally stood in front of the University of Alabama and was blocking black students from coming in to enroll in the university. Was saying, oh, the Democratic Party could use a guy, you know, a fierce, a liberal, a, a voice like George Wallace right now. And again, it goes to show the same Democratic Party folks that filibustered Civil Rights Act, you know, and, and, and they will always be, make no mistake, the party of racism, slavery, and the KKK. Those things are locked together throughout history. And again, as far as George Wallace goes, 
Joe Biden was saying, hey, hey, you got to remember, George Wallace was out there praising me as one of the best young politicians in the country. And again, Joe Unity Biden, who literally says, if you don't, remember in 2020 with his interview with Charlemagne the God, said to him, if you don't vote for me, if you don't know whether you're for me or Donald Trump, if you even consider voting for Donald Trump, well, forget about it, then you ain't black. Why would any, why would any black American ever approve on this guy? I have no idea. Anyway, so black Americans continue to be among President Biden's str and strongest supporters on top of that with two-thirds approving of his job performance. But as with the public overall, the president's approval ratings among black Americans, yep, you bet, fell over the course of 2021 and have not returned to the heights seen at the start of his term. It's inflation weighing on his ratings now. Most black Americans disapprove of Biden's handling of inflation specifically as do Americans overall. Nor do most think he's focused on inflation. And by the way, the poll here, the people that approve of Biden, black Americans that approve of Biden, 66% overall, the black Americans that approve on Joe Unity when it comes to inflation, only 43%. You know what that means, folks. Black Americans, 34% disapprove of Joe Unity Biden. On the topic of inflation, 57% over half of black Americans disapprove of good old Joe Unity Biden. And now with what's going on with Russia and Ukraine, the unpredictability of that all, it, 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 gas is just going to continue to rise, folks. The price of oil is going to continue to rise. So again, more, more, we'll be paying more for, for, for gas. We're already paying $276 more a month. Prices, money, just going to continue to go up and go right out of Americans' wallets. Now, as far as CBS News goes, with this piece they write tonight, basically, and the way I see it, covering for Joe Unity Biden, how the Ukraine crisis, not Joe Biden's policies, no, but it's the Ukraine crisis is already hitting Americans' wallets, they write. Although many Americans may prefer that the U.S. stay out of the conflict between Russia and Ukraine, the brewing violence and political fallout are already hurting Americans' wallets. Gasoline prices, which have hit eight-year highs, could surge even further if the hostilities escalate or if U.S. lawmakers pass another round of sanctions. The, ec the economic impact could also move beyond the gas pump. Wall Street analysis, they're saying this, sanctions or export controls against Russia could make current semiconductor shortages even worse. Folks, get ready. It's only going to get worse. That's what CBS is warning here. Again, not because of Joe Unity. No, 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 no. Of course not, no. Not the Democrats' policy, mm -mm, couldn't be, but because of the Ukraine-Russia crisis. All right, while restrictions on wheat or metals could drive the fiercest bout of inflation in decades to climb even higher. Russia, major exporter of crude oil, accounting for about 12% of the world's supply. Any disruption 
to those exports is likely to drive prices at the pump higher for consumers. Again, folks, this what you know, and um, this guy here, Patrick Dehan is his name, head of petroleum analysis at Gas Buddy, saying, "quote If Russia makes a run on Ukraine, we could see oil prices over a hundred dollars a barrel." Literally as soon as next week, agreeing with the uh, other guy, Jillum Bertie, about the price of oil going up over $100 uh, per barrel. He says, now, and also adds that the average gas price across the U.S. likely going to hit $4 a gallon in the weeks or months to come. Quote, that $4 is something we haven't seen in so long it would cause shock waves across America. Now listen to this. A key factor in how hard the conflict hits the economy will be how Russia responds to the U.S. sanctions that President Biden laid out earlier today. President Biden moved to cut off two Russian banks and the state's sovereign debt from Western financing, while individuals will also be targeted. More sanctions, this is what Joe announced earlier, with his new sanctions. Now check this out, though. Because and, and you've heard this, I've said this, you know, I said it yesterday on this program about Vladimir Putin and how Russia feel about sanctions. Well, Ben Rhodes, who's a former Barack Hussein Obama advisor, saying earlier today, quote, Putin doesn't seem to care about Biden's sanctions. Quote, I don't think he's in any way caught off guard by this announcement. And folks, he truly doesn't care Again, I take you back to the New York Post headline. Russian ambassador says Moscow doesn't give a you-know-what about sanctions. The Russian ambassador to Sweden said President Vladimir Putin doesn't give a blank about sanctions. Excuse my language, but we don't give a blank about all their sanctions. We have already had so many sanctions, and in that sense, they've had a positive effect on our economy and agriculture. I mean, let's say in Russia, self-sufficient. We are self-sufficient, have been able to increase our exports. We have no Italian or Swiss cheeses, but we're, we've learned to make just as good Russian cheeses using Italian and Swiss recipes. You know, this guy here, he thinks it's awfully funny, folks. And again, oh, so Biden comes out. He gives his address, turns around, and takes off. Doesn't answer a single question. And much like CBS News, you have ABC News. David Muir. Again, covering and carrying the water for Joe Unity Biden. As Biden's walking away, David Muir says, President Biden, there in the East Room, uh, not taking any questions. Likely given the gravity of the moment the world is facing. Well, the, the, the gravity of the moment the world is facing. Well, don't you think then we would want questions that our... And by the way, I'm not going to defend the White House press pool as if they were going to ask the right questions. Maybe Peter Ducey of Fox News. But don't you at least want our president to answer some questions? But instead, we, get him, we have him holding this press conference. Well, I say it really wasn't a press conference holding this meeting um, and is saying this. Oh, we don't we don't really have much going on other than than Russia and Ukraine. He says, by the way, it looked to me as if he was in that fake White House set yet again. Then he says, drops this line on us here, folks. That's why 
I've and this is Joe's exact quote from earlier today. That's why I've asked the Secretary of Energy, Governor Granholm, or uh, uh, Senator Granholm, Senator, uh, uh, Secretary Granholm. But but you're my governor, former governor. Oh yeah, well, way to save it there, Joe. Then he's talking and goes, uh, do 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 I go on? What do you mean? Do you go on? Who's supposed? Who's in charge of the President of the United States? Who is Joe talking to when he asks, do I go on? When he asks, oh, I shouldn't take questions, they're going to kill me. Then he says this, and again, this is Joe's exact quote. Um, now, you got to let me know when I'm supposed to uh, stop here. But, but literally, that's his exact quote. The President of the United States, folks. You think Vladimir Putin's afraid of Joe Biden? Again, we've, we've warned about this. We've warned that something like this was going to happen, that Putin was going to feel emboldened on the world stage. You know, here he is threatening Ukraine, and what's Joe doing? Oh, then he was asked, do you think you may have underestimated Putin? And he didn't answer. He started smiling and started jamming his finger into his teeth. That's what Joe's best response was. Then we had the White House press secretary, Jen Psaki, being asked about, they say they want to avoid a large-scale invasion. So I guess, you know, that the Russian troops crossing the border, no, that was just what? What, a minor incursion again on their little peacekeeping mission, as Vladimir Putin put it? Another question, Americans should expect higher gasoline prices she goes yeah uh energy prices yeah exactly i mean so it's coming folks there's unavoidable it's gonna happen higher gas prices coming yet again thanks to the democratic party thanks to so-called 81 million americans folks now she also says sanctions are no they're not gonna have a uh an immediate impact well, immediate impact. I mean, isn't this the time to act now? What do what in in two years, four years, six years? Oh, then the sanctions are going to have an impact on Russia. It's a joke. Also, and then literally it, it characterizes it exactly the frustration conservatives are having because she says, "Uh, yeah, there's a bit of a different approach between the previous administration, and this administration. Yeah, no doubt about about it." Because Donald Trump, Vladimir Putin, knew Donald Trump wasn't messing around. Knew Donald Trump wasn't all talk, no action. But Joe Biden, he knew Donald Trump was a strong leader. But Joe Biden, Putin looks at him and says, you're nothing. You are literally nothing to me. You're a weak, stupid, incompetent old fool that knows nothing at all. I mean, think about the, the safety now, folks, of the safety of Ukraine, all put in jeopardy. Why? Because of the Democratic Party, because of Joe Unity Biden, because of how weak he is. Then, Jen Psaki, it's kind of an admission here. The president didn't feel that issuing preemptive, preemptive sanctions on Nord Stream 2, it didn't feel that was the right step to take, but look where we are. Yeah, you're right, Jen. Look where we are, right? Russia I guess Joe would call it a minor incursion in this whole peacekeeping mission that uh, Putin has him on. Now, folks, 2001, though, Joe Unity Biden was saying that he was, quote, amazed by how far Putin had moved to the West, even compared Putin 
to Peter the Great. Or if you remember, 2020, on the debate stage, quote, I've gone head-to-head with Putin, and we made it clear to him we're not going to take any of his stuff. Oh, really? All right, tell Vladimir Putin that. 2019 said uh, when he was running for president that Putin would respect him because of Biden's age and wisdom. He would command the respect of Vladimir Putin. Really, Joe? Again in 2019, Putin knows that when I'm president of the United States, his days of tyranny and trying to intimidate the United States and those in Eastern Europe are over. Really? Is it really over, though, Joe? Then again, this was, I mean, uh, uh, two years ago and a day, this was his tweet. Vladimir Putin doesn't want me to be president. He doesn't want me to be our nominee. If you're wondering why, it's because I'm the only person in this field who's ever going to go toe-to-toe with him. Yeah, and how's that working out for Ukraine, Joe, and the United States? Gas prices will be, it's just, it's unavoidable at this point in time, folks. Gas prices are going to be going up, and Joe Biden, he doesn't want to do a single thing about it. Jen Psaki doesn't want to do a thing about it. You can thank the Democratic Party for all of that, folks. Anyway. Seven. Oh, by the way, before we before I leave you tonight, I also want to say what a historic day, huh? Today is two, 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 on Tuesday. It's pretty incredible how that lined up, folks. Anyway, seven hundred and eighth day of slowing the spread. The Joe United Biden administration now has one thousand and sixty two days left for all of us to endure. <laughs> 